Hey, what's going on? You're now tuned in to the Truck and Breakfast Club. Today, we're actually doing an interview. Um, I know as Desi was talking about him for a while. Yes, he does know him. So I guess now is the proof, you know, because I thought he was lying, you know, sometimes. <laughs> now nah, I'm playing. <laughs> we do good Thomas Tank. You know, he's um, former NFL, but he actually turned to trucking. And I definitely respect his journey because he actually went and actually drove a truck. He actually drives the trucks. And then he went from there to dispatching. Got, I mean, he can explain more of his story, but went from dispatching to have his own company and being able to pull people together into a consortium to make moves with the bigger players, which is the reason that I'm excited about listening to what Thomas has to say. Because this is a big thing that we always talk about is like, how do we come together to kind of help each other out or get to the bigger pie? And I think he kind of cracked the code. So he's going to explain that to us. So we're going to do like a little kind of interviewish a little bit. We're going to talk talk a little bit with them. And then we're going to invite everybody in to just go ahead and ask any questions and see how they could be a part of the consortium. And that'll be it for now. So, yeah, Desi, I'll let you take it away from there. Hey, I will say, um, starting off, Tank, um, we very much respect what you do. Henry and I are definitely part of the consortium. Um, and we want you to just tell everybody what, Excuse me. I'm Desi. I'm based here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, D-Wade Logistics, a small fleet manager, but um, I do training. I do education. I do quite a bit of things. But um, And I'm an Atlanta Falcon fan, so to have a former Atlanta Falcon on the stage today has just got me stoked. But, man, I was jo- I've been joking with a lot of people about it being football season. But, guys, it's our season to win in this business. It's not a game. This is a real business, and this is a real opportunity. So whether you're a Falcon fan, Saint fan, Cowboy fan, or whomever you pull for, let's pull together and um, take advantage of this opportunity that this great gentleman, um, you know, made available and made possible for us. So, man, I'm just, man, this is something we're looking for through um, certifications and other set-asides, but this is a great opportunity to execute. So um, before I do that, Keisha, introduce yourself. These are members of the staff, and we're going to just let the Breakfast Club members introduce themselves, and then we'll turn it over to Tank. So go ahead, Keisha. And Keisha, hey, I hope you know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> hey, my name is Lakeisha. Um, owner, operator of this, owner and co-operator of the Dispatch Hub and TMG Logistics, a small fleet owner out of Atlanta. I'm just glad to be here. Got my pencil and paper ready and ready to be schooled. Likewise. Henry, you didn't introduce yourself, but um, we're partners, but um, we move in unison, but we on one accord. That needs to be our new business name, one accord. But go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. (laughs) (laughs) One accord. I like that. Yeah, well, you know, I'm Henry Moore, small fleet, small fleet of one, SBE certified, hub certified in North Carolina. And yeah, just some Oh, man. Sorry about that. I lost my mic. But yeah, just, you know, just ready to kind of dive in. See see what um, Thomas is going to educate us on. Because like I said, I think he cracked the code. I always like to hear about, you know, coming together and ways we could come together. But I'm real big now. Like, I'm not even trying to reinvent the wheel. I'd rather support somebody else who's doing it and doing a great job at it. So, Mr. Thomas, how you doing tonight? Hey, how you guys doing? Thank you for having me. Man, we appreciate you being here. I know you got a busy schedule with all them people that you manage, and you know, so I know a lot of things going on. But Man, you know, I got a great staff, so they kind of help me out a lot, kind of free up my time to go out here and secure some more opportunities. So, Man, I'm blessed that's in that awesome. regard. 
Man, that's great. And, and I guess, well, that'll be another question later on about how you find your staff. But I gave a little bit of what I know about you, just really skimmed over it. But just give a brief history about yourself so people understand who we're talking to. Hey, guys, my name is Thomas Johnson, I'm retired NFL player. I play for the Dallas Cowboys, the Houston Texans, and I retired with the Atlanta Falcons back in 2011. Um, I don't know if you guys know of any ex-military people or ex-athletes. You know, when they retire, man, it's it's really a a, a journey to reinvent yourself. It's some it's some depression there. It's some loss. It's some it's a it's a journey. So, um, and I was going through that. And a guy by the name of Andy Schroeder reached out to me back in 2013, inviting me to a, a, a NFL symposium. Uh, the guest speaker was an African-American man by the name of George Willis, who uh, was at the time running UPS Atlanta. And to see, you know, somebody young and look like me running the whole city of Atlanta, I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, my, my grandfather drove trucks. My dad drove trucks. So, you know, I've been around diesel my entire life. And, you know, uh, to see that guy in a different position than uh, just a driver that kind of made me look at the industry a little more broader. And I remember uh, sitting down with my grandfather and I told him that I was thinking about getting into trucking. He lit up, man. He was about, about 80 years old at the time. And he was like, son, look around this house, everything in here, even the grease you put on your head to the shingles on the roof, been on the back of a truck. (laughs) And I was like, Wow, I never thought about that. And that, that made me start paying attention to all the different kind of trucks on the road. And and uh, at that symposium, you know, um, I spoke to George after he spoke and it was very empowerful, very impactful. And he told me, you know, man, just attack whatever you want to do in life like you attack sports and you'll be all right. And I took that and I ran with it, man. I, I went and I interned as a dispatcher for about nine months for a company back in 2013. Um, took them from profiting over twenty five hundred per truck to over three thousand dollars per truck. You know, they tried to hire me, but I was during that time I was running the drivers. You know, cat raggedy. Yeah. Knew nothing about hours of service. Knew nothing about compliance. I just knew how to book freight, and I loved doing it. Uh, so I then I went and took a job as in, in accounts receivables, payables, compliance safety and then i went on to get my cdls because i wanted to learn how to drive and i drove for western express which is a terrible company (laughs) 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 i drove for western express for about two years i was a driver trainer um and then 2016 i said you know what i'm gonna jump out on faith and start my own trucking company and yep and i started my company and named it unite us logistics because I was looking to, you know, unite some high school friends. I had some buddies that was in transportation, but at the time they didn't see the vision. You know how it is trying to do business with friends. Uh, too many uh, chiefs, not enough Indians. <laughs> <laughs> right about that. <laughs> right, right. So um, that didn't work out, and and I ended up reaching out to Mr. Willis, telling him what I was doing, how he inspired me. You know, I told him my journey on, you know, becoming a dispatcher and driver and now owner of a company. And he connected me with the head of transportation, which was uh, Matt Conley at the time. And me and Matt hit it off, man, you know, and UPS had some strict requirements. You know, they wanted you to get your MBE certification. Um, You know, that's that's not a hard process, but it is very like tedious. 
Um, so that took me about six months to get all the paperwork together and get it get it done. And the insurance requirements was crazy. I never knew that I would have to jump my insurance up to you know two hundred fifty thousand cargo, five million liability, which was you know a, a very big hurdle for a brand new company. But, you know, I, I was relentless and went and let up on my insurance company and they got it done after about another six months. So it took me about a year to get in the door with UPS. And um, with that being said, you know, they also wanted you to have 150 trucks and three, 400 trailers just to even, you know, knock on the door, have an opportunity to even talk to those guys. And, you know, that's second and third, fourth generational growth for a minority owned trucking company. Right. Right. And, and that was another hurdle. Um, but, you know, those guys, they got me in just because of the, the relationships. And we did a great job. We was running for UPS for about two years. But at the, at the same time, we wasn't growing fast enough to put a serious dent in a minority spend. Uh, so I had lunch with um, Mr. George Willis. And, and at this time, George went on to run UPS Europe after he ran UPS Atlanta. He ran UPS Europe. Then he was running the western half of the United States for UPS. And then he became the the uh, CEO of the U.S. operations. So this this brother was like, he's it when you think about, you know, uh, African-American, you know, running a, a major company. So at the time, you know, he was running UPS Atlanta. I mean, um, the U.S. operations of, Atlanta, of, of for UPS. And we had lunch, me, him and Matt. And he was asking, you know, how can we help unite us grow, man? You know, you guys are doing a great job. Our service was, was great. We was performing at 98%. Um, and it was we was growing, but it wasn't fast enough. So they wanted to create a program to where, you know, they can have guys lease on to my company. And they were just trying to figure it out. And it, while he was talking at their lunch, I immediately thought about a consortium concept. And I threw the word, what about a consortium? He was like, what do you mean? I said, you know, getting this certification, getting the insurance requirement, joining all these organizations like the National Minority Truckers Association, which they're not, you know, uh, operating right now. Uh, the Hispanic Chambers of Commerce, Chambers of Commerce, uh, meeting Miss Stacy Risco, who's in the, uh, the room right now, who helped me get my company certified with the Pink Patch Group. They helped me get my MBE certification. I met so many trucking companies. I know they would love to have an opportunity with you guys. And they sat back and thought about it. And then it would save UPS money because UPS wanted to invest in Unite Us Logistics. Uh, he came to me with a $2 million opportunity to buy equipment for my company. But at the same time, I knew I was been, I would have been under a strict thumb then. And then, that's not blessing my people. So I, I came up with the consortium concept. They loved it. He asked me to put it on paper. Uh, me and Mr. Matt Conley put it on paper and we worked with the, the head of diversity and inclusion at UPS. We worked for about three months putting it together and um, I pitched it to the board at UPS. They loved it. And we took off running from there. Then I created Unite Us Global, which is my freight brokerage. So what I do is I recruit minority owned trucking companies teach them how to get certified through NMSDC with the help of Miss Stacy Risco, uh, help them with their compliance with Miss Bridget Taylor uh, out of North Carolina, help them get the insurance requirement that it takes to do business with large corporations, and we pull our assets together to serve as large contracts. And, man, we, we took off with it. Uh, we've been running with UPS for about right at five years now. 
we they we they second largest minority supplier, but they, we they number one in service. So we really really big on service. So that, in a nutshell, that's what we do, man. And UPS is not our only customer, but that's where the journey began. So that's what we do. Wow. Okay. And I I didn't know that. So what what other companies are you working with? Who are you actually servicing besides UPS? Uh, we just closed Target today. Uh, we've been man, it, like when you're dealing with these bigger companies. It takes a long time man, to, to, you know, to, to court those companies and, and get their relationships. It's, it's like meeting a girl for the first time. The first day you meet her, you're not going to ask her to marry her, right? <laughs> you're going to have to take her out to dinner. You're going to have to call every day. You're going to have to, you know, woo her and tell her what you need and uh, tell her, you know, so she can get to know you, you get to know her, and then you marry her. So that's how I approach these conversations when I deal with these major corporations. So Target, we've been um, uh, working with them for about a year, um, trying to get their relationship done, and we got it done. Uh, we work with Pepsi and Alcon, which is the eye care company. Uh, we work with Bavard Fresh, uh, which is a, a, a fruit company that does produce out of McAllen, Texas, New Jersey, uh, Miami. And we also work with... Um, Mm-mm-mm. So on the tip of my tongue, it's a, um, a farm company that do that produce eggs. I can't think of the name of it, but those are some of the companies that we work with directly right now. Oh man, that right there is great. So you have the freight brokerage; you can give people freight if you wanted to, but you actually have these relationships with these huger companies, so you have an, just an enormous amount of freight that you could pass yeah. on to people that signed up with you. Correct. Yes. So we take everything we do is delegated to minority. We paid out over nine million dollars to minority owned companies this year, last year. And we're looking to double that this year. So, yeah, man, it's it's, it's that's all we do. We take it from the corporations and bring it to the community. We give you guys chance to bid on the freight so we don't come and get a number and say, here, this is what it is. We try to figure out, you know, where you like to run, what type of equipment you have. Um how many trailers do you have? Do you need power only? So, and we kind of customize it to the carrier, let them bid on the freight and teach them how to bid on freight because it's all about education. I don't just want to spoon feed or hand somebody something. So I give them opportunities to, to, to bid on the freight and whatever that is, that's what they get. Yes, sir. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So like, cause I, I like I love your backstory, especially that you actually went and actually got your CDL. I actually love that. But what we really want to kind of nail down on is more about the consortium. So people know how to link up and and things about that. Now, I know Desi, Desi, you got a couple of questions before, you know, I kind of get started on mine. Oh, definitely. Um, And I pulled Stacy up here as well, because as soon as I heard Thomas, um, as soon as I heard Thomas say her name, I know Thomas, man, people don't know. Thomas is super connected here in Atlanta, man. I, all the power people, all the power players, they they lean on Thomas for wisdom and insight on how to um, tap in with those um, Fortune 500 companies. So um, big shout out for him for being a sharer and, um, you know, just unselfish in that regard. Because the problem we have as, you know, a people is that we think individually and not collectively. So, man, just... I had the opinion on that. And I know if you mentioned Stacy's name, I automatically pulled her up and I want to give her a quick opportunity, you know, to just speak on, you know, um, her contribution and her insight on, on the journey as well. Well, thank you, Desi. Thank you everyone for having me. Um, and you have a great speaker for the night, Thomas, um, who was a, um, a great 
um, person to work with through this process. But let me tell you about who I am. I'm Stacy Risco. I'm the CEO of the Pink Patch Group. We are a management consulting firm, and we specialize in workforce development. Um, our signature service happens to be business certifications. So we help small minority women, veterans, um, you name it. Um, if you're looking to bid on contracts at the local, uh, corporate, state, federal levels, um, we are your company. Um, we want to make sure that you are not frustrated or waste time or miss any opportunities through this process. Uh, we get a lot of questions about certifications all the time. Um, number one question is, hey, what is it? Do I have to have it? Um, you can see that I'm a woman or you can see that I'm a minority, but it's not just that. That certification process is a vetting process. And these corporations especially want to be able to report their spin. Thomas mentioned a whole host of corporations that he's doing work with. Those folks want to be able to say they did X amount of dollars in the minority um, area or with women. And so I think that's why if you are an entrepreneur, that it is so important that you take a look at the certification process that will help you stand out among your competition. And so, um, yeah, I appreciate the time to just get that in there. Um, and um, thank you. Most welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, real quick, too, Thomas. Um, one of the other things I saw that was unique about what you did, man, um, just kind of explain, like Henry was saying, explain how to join. You know, I know I'm in there. I've been kind of like, um, and how do we get kind of a one-on-one to like um, say, hey, here, I know I filled out the profile of what I brought to the table when I brought my um, um, care, my company over as a carrier on the United's um, Global. But can you just speak on that a bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, to be a part of a consortium, you go to our website and you and you register. It's www.uniteusglobal.com. Click the carrier tab. You register just like you would for a JB Hunt or a Schneider or a TQL. It takes you into the RMIS system. Put in your information. It's going to ask a lot of the questions that I just mentioned. How many trailers and trucks you have? Where do you like to run? Are you certified? Just a whole host of questions. And, and then you, you enter your email in there. And then we start sending out, you know, different things through email. Um, we don't hold hands. I will say that because there's enough people out here that help people start trucking companies and help you start a dispatch company. But how to sustain and run a company is kind of where we focus at. Uh, but it's not a hand-holding thing, right? So um, I just tell people to watch out for emails, tap into the Zooms. We do a series of Zooms. Um, Last week we had Marshall Falk on teaching people how to get health insurance, and we had a credit restoration company on at the same time teaching you how to build business credit. You know, it's all about the education versus the hand-holding. So you got to kind of hold yourself accountable because uh, when, we, when we do these kind of things and we tell people about the opportunities, all they want is the freight. How can I get the freight? But how do, how are you going to manage this freight? <laughs> how are you going to sustain your trucking company? That's what we try to focus on versus just giving people freight and just letting you go wild. You know, it's all about the educational piece for us. And uh, tapping into them Zooms are key. Um, like right now, uh, the next opportunity we have coming up that's really approaching is peak season. For you guys have been in business from November to January, 
chaos in transportation. All of the major guys, the Williams-Sonomas, the Walmarts, the the UPS, the FedEx, the post office, all these guys are moving peak season freight. That's when everybody's mailing out Christmas gifts, you know, shipping things, ordering things online for, for the holidays, and capacity gets scarce. But that when capacity scarce, that means the rates are up and trucks are running nonstop. So peak season is approaching. So we are looking for carriers, you know, especially if you have team drivers. Um, man, we have packages that pay, you know, $120,000 in six weeks for one truck. Oh, you said 120 in six weeks? <laughs> yes, sir. Whoa, that right. Yes, <laughs> I like the sound of that. Now, yeah. but for people to actually join your join on to unite us, what exactly looking for? What does somebody need to actually be a part of the consortium to get they just need They need an active um, authority. You know, they can have one truck and you have 200 trucks. We've got carriers with 200 plus trucks all the way down to one unit. So that's it. Just have an active DOT and, and, and listen. Like, uh, we got guys that say they want to do this, but they don't follow through with the certifications. They say they want to do this, and then we ask you to send in your fuel report so we can get you discounts on diesel. They don't do it. <laughs> Some do. The one that's running and making money, they do. That gets it. They do. It's just... I think the people need to listen and follow suit a little bit more and then the opportunities will be there. Gotcha. Okay. So it's like once they join up, you, you start, you give them information, but you ain't spoon feeding them. You just tell them like, Hey, all right, we yeah. got a zoom on Friday. This is what we're going to be teaching. And you just kind of leave it up to them. Like, Hey, you get it or you don't. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. That makes, that makes all the sense in the world. And you kind of answered another question. Cause I was going to ask for somebody to join up with unite us. Would they have to get rid of their own authority? But just like you said, you don't, correct? Absolutely not. And, you know, that's what UPS was trying to get me to do. How can you get these guys to sign on to you? No, let's get a consortium. They can keep a consortium is just corporations coming together to serve one purpose or to serve a job. But they their own business. And I and people work hard for their name. People created this. They work their tail off to get it. I, I don't want that. I don't want no one to have to lease on to me unless they, unless they want to. But other than that, no, man, build your legacy. Absolutely not. I like that because the more I was, you know, trying to talk to people about coming together, I think that was like the biggest hurdles. Like, how does somebody have their own, but at the same time, people coming together? So that that model is definitely um, great for that. Now, now you was talking about a bidding process for getting freight under Unitas. How exactly does that work? And for somebody who is new and don't understand the bidding process, is there a zoom on exactly how, how to actually do the bidding so they know like what prices to go by and things like that? Absolutely. So we, we have a zoom called knowing your numbers. So to be able to bid on freight, people have to know what it costs them to run per mile. My company, it takes us a dollar and 42 cent to be profitable. Anything above a dollar forty two cent, we win. That sounds like, oh my God, a dollar forty two cent. But look at the rates. I'm just saying to be profitable and let's not go out of business. That's my number. Now you take that number and you and you you compare it with the, the, the rates, the, the spot market rates and, and things. It's a formula to it, but it's just knowing your numbers, knowing what it costs per mile to operate. That's knowing what it costs for your diesel, your driver, your tags, paying dispatchers. Uh, if does just throwing in all of these different formulas to know what it costs you to run per mile, then you know 
you're more confident in saying, oh, man, I really don't need $4 a mile for something to make sense to me. That's why we lose opportunities, because the bigger companies don't need $4 a mile to be to be you know profitable because they buying trucks by the hundred. <laughs> you know, if they go buy a hundred truck freight line, I may give them 20 trucks. Mm, um, and they're getting 50, 60, 75 cents off a gallon that loves and Petro and TA while we getting 12 cents. So they can be a lot cheaper on the rates because they have more buying power. So that's the importance of the consortium. If we come together, we have that buying power. That's why now we're getting 50 cents off a gallon at Love's around the country. We're averaging 50 cents off because we negotiated that because we have that buying power. And we get discounts on parts for your trucks, trailers. We have all kinds of programs if we come together. It's hard to do with a guy with five trucks, 10 trucks, even 200 trucks. These people get these discounts because they got 6,000 trucks. I got a question. How do we, um, I understand, you know, now my, uh, a light bulb has went out. How do we talk to these small fleet companies that tell dispatchers, oh, I'm not going to run unless it's $4 or $3 rate per mile. How, especially if they have three or four trucks, how do you think we should have that kumbaya meeting to, you know, get them to think bigger? Um, so are you, I think I'm getting you right. Are you asking, how do you get, are you speaking from a dispatcher perspective? Exactly. A dispatcher's perspective, um, to understand it's not, you know, people get caught up in cheap freight, but you explain it to, if you got five or six trucks or two or three fleets, you actually can, you know, take that rate. Um, it's just, like I said, educating them, teaching them their numbers getting them to be a part of the consortium, sign them up so they can learn these things. To, and then that light bulb click, just like it just clicked for you, it'll click for them. Um, Cause you're not it, freight moves in regions during certain times of the year. I know if you notice uh, you out of Atlanta, I man, freight is crappy, but it's great in June and to, through July. It's like, it's amazing. Cause this watermelon is moving out of, Paragold, Georgia, and the South Georgia is, is pulling capacity away from the city. That's why the rates are up during that time of the year. So it's just knowing where to go, what time of the year, and those guys, they be shell-shocked when it's not that time of the year. And like, man, I was getting $3 last week. Now they want to pay me $2.20. Like, you got to know why you was getting that kind of money. So I think just the educational part of it is everything. So people just think, man, I'm going to get a truck and I need my truck to make $9,000 a week. For what? <laughs> That's great. It might make 9000 this week. Next week, it might make 6000 You got to find that consistency and that balance to where, hey, man, my truck making, for us, our goal is $5,000 a week. Anything above that is magnificent. So I don't put that pressure on my company to make them find loads that pay out $9,000 a week which we do hit those numbers, but as long as we hit five, I'm happy. So it's just educating and knowing your numbers. And that's okay, why we've been in business. Yeah, I understand. And them learning, because um, I'm from the South, them learning what kind of, what produce, what, you know, what manufacturers in each state. I get you. And that, that. Yep, and that plays a big part. That plays a huge part. Definitely. 
Thomas, what numbers are you at with with the consortium in terms of consortium membership? Where are you at in terms? Are you at a hundred thousands or where are you at, sir? We had three hundred over three hundred trucking companies a part of the consortium. Excellent, and I'm proud to be in one of those um, three hundred. Um, but the other thing as well, um, I just want to give you a little bit of background, and I want to like just kind of shout out to Sharice. I think she had um, Sheree on, who's she's trucking. I know you're going to speak in at that um, conference they've got going on. But we do a lot of education. I started this platform, and we started educating. So we'll definitely, what we want to do, we don't want to um, big me, little you. We need to do collective movement. So we're definitely going to start um, informing our rooms, um, just kind of like letting people know. And one of the things, I, the main thing I wanted to do today was bring awareness to the fact that there is an organization that you could join up with and, you know, tap into, you know, Target. You know, um, I know you're going to get Walmart and some other, you know, Fortune 500 companies. I definitely have, you know, that confidence because of what you've done in the um, direction you're moving. Um, so we'll definitely um, start feeding people to the education, kind of synergize, collectively um, educate people, you know. Um, yeah. Just like the days being recorded. So we will play that back on Spotify. So hopefully it'll meet, reach the masses because you got a great thing and we want people to know about it, brother. Absolutely. And the way, the way, the way we have it structured, so you wouldn't have to hide or horn your people away from us because we don't charge to be a part of consortium is absolutely free. You don't pay me nothing when you run freight. So it's no reason for people to not want to, share the information because so you, don't, so you don't even take a percentage or nothing like that from the freight or I get paid from the corporations. Gotcha. So I take, I take my people number and then I put a, a, my points on top of that. So everybody get what they want. I don't want a piece of what you're going for. I want to bring you the opportunities. So that's, that's the motto. You know, um, I get great. the money from them and I give it to us. That's great. That's great. That's that's awesome. Yeah. It's so yeah. many people, man. Transportation. Everybody is sucking blood out of us. That's why I want to create this, so that won't be that the stigma. Everybody want to charge you hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars to teach you how to set up authority. Man, you can set that up if you just read. People want to t- charge you for a dispatch course. All you gotta do is go intern for free for somebody for a few months, and you learn how to dispatch. But somebody gonna charge me seventeen, fifteen hundred dollars to do it? That's insane. And then, and then after that, every, as soon as you get to MC numbers, a hundred people calling you. Let me set this up for you. Let me be your factoring company. Let me do this, and it's all to greet their pocket. So I don't want to create that. It's enough people bleeding us to death. I just want to bring the opportunities. Mm, feel you, man. Yeah. I understand. That's man. so amazing, man. Real, real big, um, real quick, and we're about to open up. I know um, um, a few people have a lot, a lot of people have a lot of questions, so we're not going to, we'll save, you know, we'll kind of table whatever the questions and comments we have until the end. But um, again, everybody, this is, you know, family time. This is after duty time, as we say in the military. So, hey, let's make sure, you know, we respect the time. If you have a question, um, be brief, be brilliant, and be gone. Limit to the one question. Um um, again, you know, just come up, ask your question, say your piece. But um, big shout out to Jory. Jory is my brother, man. He introduced me to Thomas. Thomas was on his um platform as well. You know, 
for those of you who know um, about the Truck and Breakfast Club history, we started on George's platform. But I tell people all the time, we cannot be divided by no platform. We got to be united. It's bigger than Clubhouse. It's bigger. Like, I'm falling back from Clubhouse because I got to do more work in real life um, to make this dream come true. There's no reason why, you know, my company shouldn't be generating, you know, a higher number than what it is. So I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to really take it to the next level. And I know this is a great avenue. But big shout out to Jory. Um, again, Sharice will be strategizing, talking about how we can, um, you know, join your educational platform. Because one of the things we want to do is educate people in the industry. A strong, a strong people, um, the stronger the people are in the industry, you won't have people accepting cheap freight. You won't have people, you know, making moves that, you know, are not in their best interest, but they have to do it out of desperation. So education is a benefit to us all. So um, definitely we're going to start synergizing the team and with you in that regard. But, um, hey, we're going to open the questions up because I know there's a lot of people that have questions. Um, let them roll. Um, because we're not going to waste this man's time. We, you know, he's doing a lot. Let's get it. So if you got them, raise your hands and we'll bring you up. Cool. And just let everybody know, just to set the room, you know, we do got Thomas Tink up. He got Unite Us Global, the consortium. Um, we're definitely answering a lot of questions about that and any other questions you have about them. Um, please, when you come up, mute your mic. When we call, you can unmute. Be respectful to us. Be respectful to you. Um, there's absolutely no advertising. You'll get kicked off and be brief, be brilliant and be gone. What's going on, D? Uh, D, are you there? Hey, can you all hear me? Yes. Hi, good evening, everybody. Um, how you doing, Mr. Thomas? Um, I worked with you and Marlisha a while back with some Atlanta to West Memphis, Arkansas moves. But okay. I have a question. I was hoping you can clarify something for me. When uh, you book freight that's not involved in your corporations, do you do those companies book under your MC? Or do you book it and you push it out to one of your other companies that are enrolled with you? Does that make sense? My question. Uh, can you ask it one more time? Okay. When you book freight, that's not in your corporation contracts like Target or whatever. When you book third-party freight. When you set up this freight, do you set it up under Unite Us? And then it either goes out to one of your groups in your consortium or does it go under unite us assets no no ma'am <clears throat> unite us global is a is a 3pl it's a freight brokerage okay so we we take that from the freight broker and we just broker to work out to the consortium members okay so your asset your transportation side is something completely different and it's only for your equipment Yes, ma'am. So I have okay. I have Unite Us Logistics, which is my asset based company. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not huge. We have about twenty eight trucks and about sixty trailers. Um, and then I have the three PL, which is Unite Us Global, in the consortium, and we broke it right out to the consortium members through there. Okay. Well, thank you for explaining that to me. And that was a great question. Absolutely, great question. Um, just big shout out to D, man. D and Christy, they're over at Epps, man. They showed, man, I work with them. And, man, I just, I team and partner. What's the point of forming these relationships if we're not going to make them a reciprocal one? 
You know what I mean? And you, like Thomas said, what he built his name on and um, how he got the opportunities by performing. So, man, when you do business to business, you got to perform. You got to execute. So let's make sure we're doing good work. Professionalism is key. Miss D, how, how was it working with Marlisha? Ain't she the bomb? Oh, she's great. Y'all have always done a great job for me. Very communicative. I've always gotten responses back. It's, it's been a good experience. Oh, good. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. Now, Mr. Thomas, now, how are you keeping up? Because you're talking about how your performance score is very high. Now, you got, you said, 300 different companies under your consortium. How are you making sure this performance stays high with so many different people in the consortium? Because I'm on their ass like back pockets. All <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, listen. I play professional football, man. It's it's very little room for error. So even I play defensive tackle. So if you step, if they tell you to step straight and you step right, they will rewind you stepping right a hundred times while they dog you. <laughs> so performing is is everything, man. That's if they don't do a good job. You know, everybody has hiccups, right? So if they have hiccups, I have other members. Hey, this guy broke down. We got a load over here. You pick this up. Well, I'll send one of my trucks. Uh, service is everything. I did hit my truck 700 miles and go pick up one of my customer loads. Mm. Well, I guess that's the beauty of having that asset base. Like you, like you said, you got 28 units. So it's like, hey, you got to go get it. You can go get it. Absolutely. And you still got, you still got your CDL? You going to drive it yourself? I haven't driven in uh, four years. I drive when we pick them up to, when we buy them. <laughs> but, <laughs> the fun part. <laughs> the fun part, yeah. Yeah, man, I've been blessed with some great drivers. We got great recruiter services that we use. Um, I got great staff, so I can't say that I've done this by myself. Um, I'm not a, I'm, I would never title myself as a trucking guru. How are you a guru and you're not bigger than UPS? So you can't be calling. I don't do that, man. I'm just blessed in the relationships that I have and the mentors that I have in my life. Um, so I'm not a guru at all. I'm just really, really blessed with a great network of people. Now, that kind of brings me back to when you were saying, like, you have, like, a great staff that's helping you out. How was you able to find people to help you with the vision and, you know, to bring it, bring it to life? Uh, you know, you got to build from the top down. Right. So you got to find those people in certain areas in your organization that's not replaceable and you have to take care of those people. Right. And then from there, you can trickle down, you know, you, you'll have a dispatcher quit or something like that. But other than that, your your heads of operation, Miss Malone, who she's Miss D was talking about, Marlisha, she's been with me uh, for about going on four years now. We only been in business six years. She was. She was young, energetic. She came to me. She was 28 years old at the time. It was like, look, man, I, I, she was working a great job, making like 70 grand a year. She quit that job because she wanted to learn transportation. So you look for people who are hungry. You look for people who want to learn, and you give those people opportunities. So she was able to, you know, pull down her 401k. I taught her how to buy a truck, put her on salary. Now Miss Malone has about three trucks with me and makes salary. So she ain't going nowhere. So you got to nice. <laughs> take care of your people. That's it, man. I, I pay myself a salary. We make millions of dollars. And if I told you what I make per week, you'll laugh. 
So I put that money back to put back into the company and the people. All right. I got a real quick question for you, Thomas. One is, um, how do you protect? This is a million dollar question. I'm going to give myself the uh, MVP because a lot of people been asking this question. Like, how do you protect your safer score when you have people? You got 300 carriers um, leased on to you, right? But no. how do you protect them from running your CSA score? That's the question of the day. <laughs> they, they don't run under me. These 300 trucking companies have their own authority, MC, and they, they dispatch their own trucks. They have their own company. So they don't run under me. The 27, 28 trucks I told you about, those are the runs that run under my authority. No one else does. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so but, but you still have, that's still a great question because people, you know, lease on to your company and can mess your safer scores up and drivers who's just negligent. But for, for us, um, we do a Zoom call every morning, um, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, because, you know, we're based out of Memphis, but I'm based out of Atlanta, myself personally. So we have a Zoom. I, I, want, I want my pre-trip inspection sheets done every day. The logs got to be correct. My dispatchers got to tell me where they truck went yesterday, where they got planned going for the day. And you just got to stay on top of it, man. You got to you got to run you got to run your trucking company. You can't just let people go out here like the wild, wild west and do what they want to do. Most definitely. Real quick, um, Lisa asked a question. Um, Lisa Keats, she's um, man, she's a part of our family. We don't even call it no tribe or no nothing. It's a family, man. And the people that we ride with, you know, we, we, we have a core group of people. Um, so her question was, do your consortium include last mile um, trucking? And I know, Jay, we got you. We just had one question of somebody that been, you know, hitting us on back channel. So, yeah, go ahead with, um, if you would, with answering that, if you would, please. The final mile is really, really, um, it's, it's tough and it's not. The tough part is having the capacity and the, um, the um, what am I trying to say? The uh, um, to have the capacity and have the record for um, what you do. Like, what am I trying to say? To my tongue. It's really you. You got to have the capacity to run the final mile. They don't want a guy with one box truck to have something consistent. That that industry, I don't know really well. Because we have opportunities with ePallet. They do a lot of LTL stuff, but they send me loads coming out of Iowa going to California or it's just all over the place. There's nothing consistent. So I really haven't had the ability or the time to even find it. Uh, I got another brother, Mr. DeMarco uh, Thomas. I know a lot of you guys know him. I think he was on your uh, platform as well before. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, he does really, really well. That's my buddy. I've been knowing DeMarco since 2014. And uh, he do really well in the box truck space, but he get contracts. Then he buy the box trucks. He don't buy the box truck and then look for the contract. So I guess that's kind of the model. And having that infrastructure to take take on that responsibility is is different. So mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the short run, no, I don't have a lot of, a lot of opportunities in that space. Fair enough, man. Hey, um, so we'll go ahead. Jay, go ahead with your question. You had some, Thomas? 
No. Okay, go ahead, Jay, with your question. Welcome to the platform. We can't hear you, brother. Come on with it. Nah, we can't hear you at all. Your, your mic might be broken or something. Uh, we hear you now. So just speak up, please, and we got you. Okay. Come on with it, brother. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we hear you. We'll make it work. Come on. Okay. All right, sorry. Okay, so uh, the main... Um, complaint I have about in trucking is a lot of times is the issue of finding drivers. How do you find good drivers and keep good drivers uh, working for you for a long time? How do you find them in general? Uh, you know, when you're first starting, it's a little easy to find drivers because you dip into your network, you know, you call your cousin, do you know a guy who drive truck kind of deal? But once you grow and you, and you go through that, you got to pay for that, man. You got to pay recruiting services, um, now we pay three thousand dollars sometimes for a driver, so you just gotta be willing to open up that wallet and and contact the driver recruiting service, and then to keep them, you just gotta treat them fairly and, and get them home when you say you're gonna get them home and and pay them. And the number one thing to keeping a driver is good equipment. Us as minorities, we run out here. And man, I see this truck for 40 grand. It got 600, 700,000 miles. I want to buy that one. No. Why would you do that? It's going to break down in two weeks. And then we don't understand why this guy looking for a job. He broke down twice this month or three times this month. That's almost an entire check for the month that he missed. That's half a check if he's down three, four days in a week out of a month. So he's behind on his bills and this, this, and that. So a good equipment, um, a great maintenance plan. So if something happens, you can replace that truck or you can put them in a loaner truck. That's the way you keep your drivers, man. You can't go out and buy a piece of crap equipment and expect to keep a good driver. Can answer your question, Jay? They're paying for a recruiting service to keep the drivers rolling. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And, and I'll add on to that real quick. Um, and you know, like, Thomas, you win but one of the things, man, word of mouth, people, man, the, the driver community is smaller Absolutely. than you think. And so if you do good good work and you treat your people fairly, you pay them on time. And, you know, honestly, man, I'm a small dude, but I hadn't had, to, you know, I hadn't, you know, my overhead, I try to keep it low as possible. But, man, people come to me. I gave Keisha a driver, you know. And, um, you know, we, we've been blessed in that regard because, you know, we do good good work, true work, and square work. I've been in the trenches much like you, Thomas, in which I drove. I actually did a stint at Western. I call it Worst Express. But, you know, that was part of my growth. <laughs> a lot of times you learn how to do right by seeing wrong, you know? <laughs> so. I love that. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, Jay, we good to go on that, man? And we thank you for your jo- joining us. Where you from, Jay? Uh, originally, uh, I'm in Houston, though, but originally not, I'm Nigerian. Man, we welcome you, King. Hey, tap in with I the Breakfast Club, tap in with Trucking for Newbies, and definitely tap in with Thomas and his educational platforms. And we'll help you bridge that gap, man, to um, go from um, good to better and better to the best. All right, hey, Jay, you down in Texas, good. man. I, I, it, there is a, a large community of African-owned companies in the state of Texas. And that, that that's one of my largest carriers down in Texas, two of them. And they all African owned 90% of the drivers are African. 
So, man, you get, tap into your community, man. It's a huge community down there. I know you know it. I actually didn't know that we had that much, but yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness, man. Uh, yeah. It's a company um, called Transhorn. Uh, I think they have okay. right at 200 units. Allstate wow. Carriers, Sheba Logistics. Man, that's a ton, a ton of African-owned companies, especially in the Dallas area. I do a ton of freight out of Dallas because I... I, I uh, know that community and I have a huge, like I have three huge companies down there and they're African owned. So it's definitely community there. Oh, okay. Uh, what about dump trucks versus um, flatbed and regular trucks? Van? It's wherever you find the opportunities. Dump trucks is a great, great business, but make sure it's some good equipment. Um, okay. Yeah, because you know, it's, it's seasonal. The work ain't always steady. Um, and that and that good equipment is gonna keep the drivers and keep the truck rolling and, and put you in front of more opportunities. Certifications is key when you when you're dealing in construction. So I would you know if you want to go that route, definitely get your certifications and tap into the you know the the local and state level opportunities. They there they're huge in uh, especially in Texas. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks a lot for your time. All right. Welcome, Jay. Michelle, what's going on, sister? Hey, Breakfast family. Um, thank you so much for coming on, uh, Thomas. So my question is um, that I'm very familiar with the certifications, and I know you talk about the certifications uh, very heavily. And is it more important for individuals within your space that you've seen to have the SBE, the MBE, um, or the DBE, is there one particular certification that your larger uh, organizations or corporations look for your drivers to have? Or is it just having one of those certifications really um, helps with getting the freight that you're looking for? I'm going to let Stacy answer that question and then I'm going to tell you my experience with my certification. Sure. Thank you for that question, Michelle. Um, I think it really depends on the corporation that you're dealing with. Each year, a corporation can change their goal and spin. Um, we can have UPS who weighs heavily on the minority certification. And so that's what they're going to look for first. Will they acknowledge some of the other certifications? Absolutely. But their first goal is one to be able to check off that MBE. We may have Target this year who wants to do more spin with women. And so they're going to look for that WBE. We get that question all the time, which certification is best or if I can choose one, which will it be? And that's just really hard to say um, when the industry change um, their per perspective of spin for the year. Um, I always say to folks to be proactive, rather reactive. And if you could, um, you know, get them all so that you don't have to say, wait for me, um, I'm getting it. That DBE, if you're looking to do anything, um, highway projects, anything out of the Department of Transportation or with any corporation who will take a federal dollar. So they each have their own um, pros, if I can um, answer it that way. Did that help you out, Michelle? No, it did. It did. Um, that's why I I have everyone just do the DBE. That 
covers a plethora of things. But yes, thank you. So um, I want to speak on the certifications in my experience of dealing with these larger corporations. I just did. Um, I was invited to Alcon Minority Su- Supply Mon- Diversity Day, where they invited 15 co- minority-owned companies from across the country to participate, in, and I was blessed enough to be one of them. And they, these companies span be so big, and they can't get them done because the people that's taking advantage and that got the certifications are like tax auditors people in shrink wrap, people in printing and marketing. If, if I'm a large corporation and I have a billion, uh, I have $50 million set aside to spend on minorities, I can't spend $50 million in audits and, you know, and shrink wrap people in, in marketing. But I can spend $50 million very, very easily in transportation. So that makes us that much more attractive because Believe it or not, $50 million is a drop in the bucket to these companies. UPS outsourced over a billion dollars in transportation. That means that they don't cover a billion. And when we first started, minorities represent less than 1% of that. Less than $10 million out of a billion in transportation. They're spending all day in these other spots, but less than $10 million out of a billion? That is sad. They can't count the spend because the, the minority carriers that they sub and work out to and these brokers doing work with, they're not direct and they don't have their certification. So that's what makes us that much more attractive. When I sat in at, at Alcon and I, and I raised my hand because all the people that was talking, was like I said, it was auditors and all these other positions, but they was bringing it up like $100,000 was a great year for them as a tax auditor for Alcon. But when I raised my hand and told him what I had going on, which the, the, the president of the company already knew, but the board didn't, as soon as that panel got up, all of them came to me and took me to transportation. Like, this is it. <laughs> because they had, I, I teach the people how to get certified, the insurance requirement, and they eat it up. They love what we've been doing with UPS. They're going to research. And it's, it's like, this opportunity after opportunity comes when they find out about these certifications, especially in transportation, because they can really hit they get they spend up really fast. Mm. Man, so <laughs> make sure you get that minority certification, and it's better to get the. Um, I guess does that work for the people who have my minority certifications for the state too? Absolutely, you gotta go. Fi- go ahead, Miss Stacy. I'll let you have. Yeah, no, I think that's a great question. So the MBE can come in different forms. So when we talk about the MBE, we're talking about it at the corporation level with the National Supply Minority Minority Diversal Council, the MBE. But there are certain states that also have MBE programs. But I don't want anyone to walk away from this confused. A lot of times when you hear MBE, it's at the corporation level. And that DBE is at the Department of Transportation. That's state slash federal. Um, and there are so many out there. So, um, yes, and there could be an MBE at the local level. Like here in Atlanta, there's a, a program um, for MBEs. So just do your research. And if you have any questions, by all means, um, this is like Thomas said earlier, we don't do a great job at sharing information. Please reach out. I'll answer your, your questions. Um, that's what we do. Hey, Miss Stacey, I got one question. 
Um, I am in the Atlanta area. I am a woman combat veteran. How do I get in with the chapter here in Atlanta? I've always wanted to know that. Nobody, everybody took me in a circle. Um, which Lakeisha, hey, um, thank you for your service. I'm a veteran as well. Um, okay. Which 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 chapter are you talking about? The MBE, the um, the G- GMSDC, the MBE ch- um, chapter, or the which MBE chapter? chapter. Yep, 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 yep. So if you go to their website or you send me an email, I'll send you the direct link to get into that um, certification um, with them, and um, and they'll take you from there. Okay, because I was getting kind of confused. You know, the um, website is kind of confusing. And when you got 10 million things on your plate, I'm like, okay, I just got to ask somebody to walk me through it. Absolutely. You give me a buzz, I will walk you through it for sure. Okay, okay. Now, Desi, you you asked me how do, you know, you get good people. Man, I met Miss Stacy. Getting my certification, and now she helped with the onboarding with the consortium and helping them get certified. It's just networking, man. There's some great people out here. It, it really is. It's just being able to take care of them and, and, and feed them as well is 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 key, man. So Miss Stacy is amazing. Anybody want to get certifications? I highly recommend her. She's going to be on your butt and make sure you get it done. Yeah, that's also what you need. It's so tedious. You need somebody to kind of follow up with you. Absolutely. It awesome. is. Jory, what's up, my brother, the man that introduced me to Thomas, man? What's happening, Key? Hey, how y'all doing, man? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, Stacy, great to see you on stage. Keisha, you know what it is. Henry, I appreciate you, man. Henry be helping me out every single week. I don't even know. So, Henry, I appreciate you, brother. Desi, no worries. Uh, Desi, you already know, man. It's been a uh, you know, it's been a solid relationship this entire time, and yeah, I might have I might have put you on a little bit, like but it was basically you. I mean, you were the one that was on the transportation logistics clubhouse teaching folks, so you know, you were you were making your own reputation, man. So uh, yeah, I appreciate you for bringing me up, and Thomas, hey man, you already know, man. You like one of those folks in this industry that everybody's looking to because you've, you know, you've hit a lot of milestones, man. You, you've, you've climbed some charts and you let us know that we can, we can do some big things. So I appreciate you as always. And I guess since I'm on stage, um, I did want to ask Thomas about that networking piece. You kind of, you kind of touched on it with Stacy and how she came to be part of your organization, but how do you feel like that's played a part in your success in, you know, closing on all these, you know, these Fortune 500 uh, shippers, you know what I mean? The Pepsis of the world, the, uh, actually, I ain't going to put your business out there, but, you know, um, how, how do you feel like that played a part in your success? Man, it was, it's everything, you know, I, I always refer things back to sports. I played defensive tackle. That is the least glorified position on defense. My job is to hold up two men while my linebackers run and tackle the running back. So I have the hugest uh, um, – everything I think about is team. I know I can't do it without a team. I would not be here if it wasn't for the people in my life, like Mr. Andy Schroeder, who called me while I was in like a deep depression on trying to figure out life after football. I wouldn't even probably be in transportation. I don't know what I'd be. I could have a degree in education. 
I don't know what I'd be without him. Um, Mr. Uh, um, uh, George Willis at UPS, just for him speaking that day. I didn't speak to that man again after that was 2013. I didn't reach back out to him to 2000, almost 17. And he, and he gave me an opportunity. He introduced me to Matt Conley, who was the head of transportation. And now me and Matt play golf together once a month, go drink beer together once a month. He always introduced me to the next person. Uh, and, and Andy Schroeder the same way. And Miss Stacy, you know, me and her, she's brought transportation companies to, to the table. See, helping people get certified through the organization. I will be nowhere if it wasn't for my, my network. And I honestly believe that. So I'm not, I'm not like I said, I'm not a trucking guru. I just move by faith. When God says step, I step. And, and I'm going to keep following that path. And it's always led me to somebody who can always help. Hey, man, I, I truly appreciate that response. Um, I felt the... Uh... I felt the sincerity behind it, you know, especially with that, you know, that analogy of, of team football. Yeah, that, that, that hit home right in the beginning. So everything else was just, you know, building on that. So I just want to say thank you for your time. And, uh, you know, as always, if there's anything I can do for anybody, just hit me up. Appreciate y'all. Well, you no, know, Joe, we're going to keep you up. You got a bean now. So be on your cues <laughs> for some questions and stuff. I <laughs> Well, hey, we're going to move on to the next one. What's going on, Tia? Hey, how everybody doing today? And we're doing great. What hey, kind of Tia. questions do you have or what, what you got to add? Um, I have a question because um, I actually met you comments through Melody. Um, I was kind of pestering her about getting in on the diversity side of UPS. And one thing I've learned or I've noticed is that a lot of these major companies, although you may have all these certifications, um, they're requiring you to have almost I think they wanted like 50 trucks or something like that. And at that point, you really, that's not for people of our, that's trying to get up in the industry or trying to utilize our certification. So I'm trying to figure out how do you get in these arenas where when you're a smaller carrier, you're starting out, but you have these certifications, but um, you can't really find the right doors to knock on or find the ways to get into the, into these arenas. Hey, I, I definitely remember. I definitely remember you. I think we. Uh, she sent me your number, and I called you. I remember that. Um, I would say you got to join the consortium. You know, God has blessed me with the opportunity to be able to get in front of people. You know, football. I had to look at it as a stepping stone, and I used that to get in these doors and to show them that a lot of their uh, uh, requirements is systemic racism. I don't tell them that, but I kind of show them that it is. But like you said, 50 trucks, man, it, it might be another two, three years before I reach 50 trucks, and I'm halfway there. We can't, it's hard to grow up to 50 trucks without a contract. And I have to show them, and there's companies out here that want you to have 150 trucks, 300 trailers. You got to have more trucks than trailers because you got to provide drop, drop trailer capacity. How do we get to that point? So I'm the one that knocks on this door. And I showed them that there's no way we can do that. That's why your spend is so low. Because it's going to take me another... I've been in business almost six years. It's going to take me another four to, to get to that point before I can even come to the table. And a lot of these people who are in transportation, who's in these positions, these these uh, 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 requirements was put in place before they got in this position. And at the same time, they don't want to 
not do business with J.B. Hunt and give you an opportunity just because you're a minority? What if you drop the ball? Now they might lose their job or have to move lateral or move down because they gave you an opportunity and they took it from a, cust- a, a carrier that they've been doing business with for 30 years. So, no, I understand that part. Go ahead. I understand that part. I actually am a part of the consortium, um, and I have brought it to um, – I can't remember her name. It's one of your assistants because I was trying to figure out how to um, bring contracts to the consortium as well, and I couldn't really figure out uh, – because I'm tied to some people that got government contracts and they have all this stuff set aside. I know I got in that door due to the certifications I have. So I was like, okay, with the consortium, how does that work? If you, you know, we do it as a conglomerate. Um, How does, how does that work? Bringing something to you like, Hey, I got this on the floor, but I'm really can't get access to all of this stuff or the information because I don't have all of the necessary equipment that they're asking for with this, some of it is like you get in it kind of like you still got to figure your way through it so exactly. now i know what you're, t- what you're asking now um so i do have in place now um like a co-broker agreement or a uh a consulting agreement so i'll let you sign an agreement let you go out and pitch on the behalf of the consortium and then you get a percentage of whatever you bring to the table Okay, and um, I'll probably read it back out to you again because I know you, you're extreme. Everybody, if you're in the trucking industry, for everybody else, you're going to be busy. If you're busy trying to grow your company, um, me and Desi are really good friends. You can call me a Jamaican because I swear I got about 20 different jobs. I'm doing it all, but <laughs> I'll definitely reach back out to you uh, on the side with that. Okay, definitely. Um, and Just hit me on, follow me on Instagram. And then we can exchange numbers and give me a call and I can kind of walk you through the, the details on that. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, Man, ma'am. So you got to expound a little bit. So you're saying that somebody was able to set it up for you, right? It's like, okay, this, I, you know, I was able to talk to this company, but they, they want more equipment than I actually have. Can I bring it to you, Thomas? Like, you know, maybe there's a way that y'all can knock this down. And if that's successful, I get a little piece of it. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Pass me the ball, coach. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna run with it. I'm gonna score, and you're gonna and we both gonna enjoy the uh, the reach the benefits. Oh man, that's crazy. That's yeah, that's cool. That's cool right there. If anybody, you know, some people like to talk to a lot of people. They able to get to the doors, but they don't really have it. You know, hopefully they ain't too fraudulent when they over there talking. But <laughs> maybe they yep. can pass it to somebody who actually can perform. You know, which is great. Yep. And yeah. then, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead and I got one something. Somebody asked me a question to ask you for them. Go ahead. Yeah, but I, I had to create that because I had so many uh, brokers and dispatchers that came up to me. How can they be a part of the consortium if they don't own assets? So I, I did create that. And Miss Shaylin Dixon was one of the first people that I allowed that opportunity to go out and pitch on behalf of the consortium. And now I do have a guy that's in the warehouse space. So we have, you know, anybody that own warehousing, man, we, we partner with a, a, a organization that, that runs about 60 million square feet around the country and they looking for more warehouse space. So, if you know, any minorities who have warehousing, man, we can help in that regards too. So it's so much that, that we are doing out here and I just try to solve the problem, man. Wow. So equipment, warehousing, brokering. Okay, that's that's great. So it's not just limited to you just having a truck. I'm glad I'm glad you was able to explain that. 
Hey, and that's what my question was, Thomas. They, I've had um, people asking, how can dispatchers assist or join the consortium? Um, so, yeah, they, that's one of the questions um, they were asking. You know, a dispatchers, you know, you sign your carriers up on the consortium. You sign them up with brokers every day. Just sign them up on the consortium. Um, put your email in there because you're the dispatcher who receiving a lot of the information. And then when we start emailing out opportunities, your carrier is already a part of the consortium. But at the same time, you got to explain to them, hey, man, you need to get your certification. Uh, if they ask you to send in your field report, send them in because they're getting discounts on deals. So you have to kind of be a, a leader of your organization that's a part of the consortium. So you definitely can can, can link up for sure. And and when you're a dispatcher and you've got dedicated freight, that makes your dispatching opportunities that much better. So yep, that was a question. So that that hit a lot of that hit a lot of people's on lane right there. So definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, and we'll be asking more questions, and we'll um in the end we'll definitely look at how to um tap in. We know you're a super busy person, but we'll look at you know from an informational standpoint how to tap in. Um, you know, at some point, and how to do it. You know, with some frequency, monthly through Zooms or however, we'll definitely figure that process out. Cool beans. Hey, Miss Wanda, Sister Wanda, what's going on? Hey, everybody. Um, I'm in a nail shop, so um, kind of forgive me for any noise you hear in the background. But um, I wanted to know. Um, today is like the last day to sign up for um, UPS bid um, peak season with Coyote um, for the dedicated and the um, local um, freight. So what is the consortium's um, role with the UPS uh, peak uh, bid freight? So um, our bid freight, we are competitive with Coyote. Although UPS owns Coyote, we are own separate things. So we don't bid on that freight that Coyote has. That's theirs. Um, We already have our own freight set aside. We probably have... um, 300,000 miles coming out of Texas, another 400,000 miles out of Dallas, I mean, out of uh, Memphis, and another two, 300,000 miles out of Atlanta. So I've already been awarded the miles. They just haven't sent over the lanes. That's why we still recruit more team and local uh, carriers. So our role is, is just like Coyotes. So are you having going to have any um, of the pink season freight out of uh, Illinois? Do you know yet? Uh, absolutely. Illinois is one of our new markets. Yes, ma'am, we will. So I shouldn't even waste my time trying to uh, do this uh, bid tonight <laughs> for Coyote. I mean, you can bid. I would I would bid on anything that comes my way. You know, they may offer you a better opportunity than me, which okay. I doubt. <laughs> but, they, <laughs> but they may. So I would bid right. on it. But the, if you see, if I call you or you find out we have other opportunities that you like, a coyote or big boy, they'll get it covered. So you still can come over here and run it. All right. Thanks. Yes, ma'am. Hey, and you are going to be, um, Wanda, you, I know you're going to be at the She Truck. And um, Thomas, you're going to be there as well, right? Um, event up in um, Chattanooga. Absolutely. We're one of the sponsors of the, the expo. So, um, and you know, Miss Sheree, man, I've been mentoring Miss Sheree for probably the last five and a half years. When she first started truck, started driving, 
is we started my trucking company right before and she applied for a driving position. And ever since then, man, she's been tied to my hip. So that's my girl. So I definitely will be there. Yeah, I'm also a part of She Trucking. Uh, Sheree's like my little sister. So, yeah, I'll be a vendor um, at the event. Uh, I won't be doing much trucking stuff, but um, I'll be there also. So I'll be looking forward to meeting you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, my booth is right next to hers, so you'll see me. Good deal. And here's another one of your um, collaborators um, on stage. Shaquana, what's up, Shaq? Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? What's up, Tank? What up, Shaq? How you doing? What's up, brother? I'm looking forward to seeing you at the expo. If I don't see you before then, uh, so much to collaborate on and talk on. I know that the expo is going to be extremely busy, so I don't know how much we'll get to accomplish there. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I saw that you're hosting the award. So congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. I paid to host that award. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that you was a sponsor and we went over the uh we went over the agenda and I was like, Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So um when when she was putting the expo together, I told her, I said, you know what, man, we need to do a war ceremony. It's some amazing people in transportation. And she was like, Let's do it, but you're gonna sponsor it. <laughs> so that's how the award came about. Um and um you definitely was on my mind when it, when I put this thing together for sure. Hey Thomas, well, let me roll Shaq. Which co- expo is this Shaq? You own you own a lot of Shaq is a, Shaq is my friend, so I could do that to her. But you are um, Shaq. What you? There are a lot of conferences coming up, and it's in your best interest to tap in, man. Which whichever one you can afford to resonate um, with, you ain't nothing like um, Delmar says. There's power and proximity. So when you get the opportunity to be in the midst of these people, man, you might want to take advantage of it because in person is a whole lot different than clubhouse or virtually. So go ahead and talk a little bit on that chat. Yes, I agree with that. And when I came into the room, you guys were talking about networking and networking comes in different forms. And I encourage people to be strategic in your network. I say that all the time. Don't just join a membership and and lay back. Right. Uh, My pastor used to always say, don't just join the church and sit in the back pew. Right. You you want your blessings to come from up front. (laughs) So I, I say the same thing in networking. So when we're networking and you're joining memberships and associations, you need to be printing out the membership. What do they do? What is their role? Who are they connected to? And then preparing yourself to meet them at these conferences. So, uh, Tank, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but we're expecting thousands of people at this expo. And they are taking many precautions in regard to COVID. And that was one of the reasons I agree. And, yes, you're right, Desi. I am in a lot of conferences uh, this year. I'm proud of that because um, I do a lot of government-style engagement. So I'm happy to be able to be on the lineup for, you know, our community as well. But I just wanted to touch on that because I heard Tank talking about it. And I think people think that the way to network is, hey, I'm going to call you and you're going to introduce me to 100 people. And that's going to be my way. But you want to network with the people that necessarily are in the lane in which you're trying to go. So coming to these conferences, especially the She Chucking Conference, I mean, anyone that doesn't know her or know about her, for the time that I've known her, she's just pure, authentic. Her heart is in the right place. She gives back wholeheartedly 
to her community and just like t- so does Tank. So I always want to be supportive of anything like that. And uh, Tank, I just want to, I know that you're hosting the award ceremony, but I wanted to also, you know, let you know that you are appreciated in what you do to th- for this community, the way you take on the responsibility of working with small trucking companies and collaborating with them so that they can get larger deals. I mean, I don't know if anybody ever gives you your props the way you deserve it. I'm sure they do here, Um, but you are appreciated. Thank you, Ms. Shaq. Thank you so much. And you know, I'm not looking for anything, man. I just feel like, like I said earlier, when God tell me to step, I step. I've been following him in my whole life. I remember um, hearing his voice for the first time when I was a, a sophomore in high school um, like I know y'all watched the movie Forrest Gump when he just I just running man I was it was out there a football game I was tired and it was Saturday morning at 5 a.m. and God said run and every time I hear that voice now I just do whatever it tells me to do man and I, I and, and it's been blessing me ever since well, that's the that's the same that's the same guideline I'm on. Uh, so I'm I'm not going to take too much time because I know there's people here that want to ask you guys questions. But uh, Tank, I look forward to it's enough of us and our skills, our own individual skill sets to create something grand in Absolutely. the global in the global space. I don't know how many people you all know that are in the global space or not. Uh, but just know that I've been doing this for 17 years. I'm very well connected in the global space with drayages, air, air and ocean freight. And I don't see a, any of us. I'm not going to even say a lot. I almost don't see any. It's, it's almost very far and few that it's almost impossible to find any diversity in this industry. And I just want to do my part to be a bridge in that Uh so I love that you have the network that you have on the domestic side. And oh, my vision is to see that grow on the global side. Absolutely, Ms. Shaq. And like I tell you all the time, I can't wait to learn from you. So as soon as this expo over, I'll be in your class. Firm row. Y'all heard that? He said he's going to take my class. That's an honor thing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, Shaq. You act like you ain't respected in the game. Like you, you definitely know your stuff. And like you said, just like the way Thomas gives back, you give back through your mentorship. So you can give, you know, not everybody getting them for free. But I, I know you pick out people like, yo, this would be a great representation. They, you know, they're good at what they do and they just need the, the helping hand. You come in and do that. So I could definitely see y'all two just like power players, especially if you're doing international the global stuff and then he's on you know domestic why wouldn't that be a big power play absolutely i had a question go ahead (laughs) take when do you feel like uh trucking is we all know truck is not for everybody when do you meant your mentorship stop and say, all right, have you ever told someone, Hey, you know, this might not be for you. Um, you know, I, I've never told someone that this may not be for them. I think they kind of figure it out. Um, um, because you know, some people can just work your nerves and all they do, all they want to do is talk. I'm not a talk guy. I'm an action person. So once I figure out, all you want to do is talk all day. Uh, my mentorship stops there. And they figure out <laughs> you got to get it on your own at that point. It's all about action. I asked you that because some, you know, people in the industry don't understand, you know, it's better for them to be silent investors than mm. all in their trucking companies. And, you know, a lot of us struggle with that. 
especially me being fleet management, you know, sometimes I want to tell, you know, the investor, maybe you should be silent because, you know, everybody, just because you put your money in, it doesn't mean, you know, anything about the trucking industry. Yeah. And it's unfortunately, there's nothing you can do about that. Um, I, I definitely see what you're saying because I have guys that invest in trucks and bring them on to my company and then they come and they're like, man, my truck should be grosser than $10,000 a week. I got a friend over here who's doing this. Well, take your truck over there. And that's what they do. <laughs> and then two months later, I call them and check on them. And I, I sold my truck, man. I ain't, I'm doing something else. So you just got to let people bump their head, man. You can't, you can't. You definitely can't beat a dead horse. So. Okay. All right. Thank you. I want to add add something to that. Oftentimes I have people that are interested in the industry. And right now you just keep hearing, it sounds like a slogan. It is true, but you keep hearing it. This it's a multi-billion trillion dollar industry, right? (laughs) Right. You just keep hearing it. It's almost like somebody's on the lottery loudspeaker. And so it makes people that are great at other things. Like they own 50 movie theaters or they are, they own a, a chain of pizza shops, or, you know, or whatever. And they're like, oh, I'm getting in that. I keep hearing billion trillion. And that, what is sustainable out of that, right? It, it makes it extremely difficult because they may have the money Preach. to invest, but are they here for the long term? Right. So when there's a downturn or when the ports are not as congested, when conge- when capacity slows or when right now I know you guys struggle with having drivers, when those things turn, where are these people? Right. So are you trying to build sustainable long term relationships? Or, or So when he just talked about the truck going up, go over there with your truck. I say the same thing. Go ahead over there because we good. Right. So um, I think I think that's a good point. Tank. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, you better preach. I about start shouting the sack. Because <laughs> that's absolutely true. People just come and throw money at this and don't realize that this is a 95% failure rate industry. Everybody don't make it. And this ain't built for everybody. So, absolutely, Shaq. I 100% agree. That's what's up. Well, hey, man, we've definitely had some powerful conversation. Um, this is the last call for questions, for questions because I respect Brother Tank. I respect everybody on the stage. I respect everybody in the room. I know um, we got to close the week out day before the holiday weekend um, starts and what have you. So this is the last call. Um, again, we will be collaborating, trying to see how we could, um, you know, um, have collective educational um, um, forums in which we all could learn, grow, and build. Um, our companies up and work, you know, and, you know, work collectively. So we're going to do that. Um, so with that being said, Hey, Desi, go ahead, brother. All right. Look, you know, you and I talk about this all the time, but you know, now since we have a lot of Atlanta based folks here, um, I love to go ahead and start talking about our next meetup. You know, I think uh, just, just going more on that networking piece and just how relationships can really drive a lot of things. Uh, I know that when we had that first Atlanta meetup that the Breakfast Club put on back in, what was that, March? Um, that was great. You know, that was my first time being able to meet Shaq. 
you know, everybody really, but you know, it was just, it was a, it was a great experience altogether. So what's up with that next one, brother? Well, COVID bearing and God willing, right? <laughs> COVID bearing and God right. willing. Um, we're going tank already committed. He was supposed to be a, you wasn't even in town when we did the little golf, um, the top golf event. Right. We're going to do something a little bit bigger, but um, it's peak season. So we're going to get this. We're going to get through the holidays, God willing, safely. And um, as the tempo slows down right at the beginning of the year, hopefully, you know, when people have, you know, a little downtime around the holidays or right after, we'll try to do something. We're going to let everybody get to this money um, at this point in time. We're going to, like, really just tighten our tighten our belts and, you know, figure out how, you know, to um, mar- just maximize our profitability during this time. But we definitely look forward to it. And we've definitely made um, the connections. Like um, Lady Logistics, Shaylin and all them got something coming up. I think that's in September, October. That's, um, you know, She Trucking got her event coming up. Yep. Um, we'll be we'll be collaborating. So we we just going let to let, let the cars that's already dealt play out. Yep. And then, um, you know, we'll get on the schedule on, on after that. But we'll definitely um, collectively do it. We're not going to try to individually do nothing. We're going to, um, you know, definitely connect with the people we are already connected with and um, have a good time in a safe way. So that's on the agenda. And you'll definitely know we'll be making, um, um, we'll be doing some planning and executing in that um, regard. I still got my rain check, right, Tank? Oh, we, I mean, I'm there. I'm there. All the events you just talked about, I'm speaking at them. So I'm there. I'm already knowing. So, yeah, Lady <laughs> Logistics in November, man. So it's a lot of things kind of closing the year out. Man, and this year, bro, time flies when you um, running the business and, you know, keeping it all together. I've been, honestly, I've been under the gun and under, you know, pressure just, but I don't mind the pressure. But I got to execute because this is, you know, a critical time for us. So I got to, you know, pay more attention now than usual. So um, I'm just going to be attending and supporting and um, trying to maximize that revenue intake. Yeah, man, uh, this, is, this, is, this is a great time uh, for you guys to start getting your trucks to service, finding you some team truck drivers. Man, and I'm telling you, it's just for about six weeks. Let them guys know, hey, man, you're going to be gone for six weeks. But this is an opportunity for you to be able to pay your driver two, $2,200 a week per driver. That's how lucrative peak season is. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but we earn maybe a third of our money that we make every year in like six to eight weeks. And I like to add that people, I hear people in trucking rooms all the time say, I don't want nobody in my truck. I ride solo dolo. I'm telling you right now that does not make sense on the global side for damn sure, because we are paying tag teams from the West coast straight to New York and up North. And let me tell you why, because people think that when goods are coming in from far East Asia, particularly China, that that the shorter transit time is going to be New York. That's not true. The shorter transit time on the ocean is the West coast. So people think, but no, 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 but it's faster. It's not, it's shorter to bring, Bring in goods that are coming in via vessel from far East Asia into Long Beach or Seattle. And we pay top dollar to tag team them trucks up north. Otherwise, they will they will take four to six weeks to come into New York. So them tag team trucks, stop sleeping on that. 
And that's long term dedicated business because we do not when I say we, I mean, international freight forwarders, international brokers, NVOCCs. We're not doing spot loads. We're doing six months to one year, sometimes one to three year contracts. So that's dedicated lanes to do those tag teams. So find you somebody you rock with and take this tag team money. Absolutely. I 100% agree, Shaq. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a going to open your eyes a little bit bigger. Now, it's a reason why most trucking companies can't hire guys straight out of school. Only the big companies really can do it unless you've been in business for a few years and, and you got some good insurance. The reason why they do that is because they want to have a stronghold on that so the new people who are coming into transportation have to come work for them and they have to conjunct in a truck with a driver trainer. For six weeks. They don't care about training you how to drive a truck. They want teams. So their truck won't stop. So they can keep running that freight. And they get paid so, so their team pays so good. It's unbelievable. I have a question saying, so when that happens, I, and I didn't know that because you guys know I, I don't never claim to be an expert on the domestic side. So I have a question. So when the big truck drivers do that, are they tag teaming the new driver with the like the veteran driver for long haul drives like West Coast to East Coast? Absolutely. They take they take them guys fresh out of school, put them in with a driver trainer, make them stay in the truck from three to six weeks. Then you pass, they, they give you a driving test on your own, and then they let you become a solo driver until you figure out as a solo driver, hey, everybody who's making the money is the trainers. Let me be a trainer too, sir. Okay, let me sign you up as a trainer. So this new student who come in, get in your truck, and now we got team after team after team. Mm, yes, that's smart. <laughs> no, I definitely got teams ready to go, so I'm definitely in check. Roasting you again, the tag team, Shaq. You coming out the top row? It's just teams, Queen. But we good. I'm laughing at you. That's my party. <laughs> but um, I got somebody hit me on back channel, Larazin to be exact. She was asking, "Do you have um hot shots in the uh, consortium tank?" Um, no, that's not my expertise. Um, I've never booked a hot shot load. Um, I was going to actually when I started my trip coming, I thought about getting in the hot shot, but. You know, uh, I I just love big equipment, so I I've never looked in that direction. I'm sorry, no. I was gonna ask you about flatbed, but um, I'm learning. My niche is hot shot flatbed, but I'm learning when I can't use that flatbed to just park it and be a power only. So I mean, I appreciate the conversation um, because you guys talking peak season. My 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 hands itching. So, hey, um, <laughs> peak season is everything. That's what I get excited. Literally, I, I I hey, this is a great time of the year. Great time of the year. Great. I can't even express it enough. Teens and this time of the year. Oh my god. That's all I can say. Yeah, get your truck. Get them PM services. Get every every service you can. Get that truck ready to get it out of here. Henry, I was, what, what was I talking to you about today, Henry? What, what I was talking about with that truck? Yep, yep. I mean, my truck, my truck is getting this PM too. It's, it's about to get out of here as soon as possible. So that's what's up, man. So hey, um, I tried to bring um, Bree Cox. Please hit us on back channel um, with your question if you're unable to come on stage because we are um, proceeding to close. But with that said, um. That was a great question um, in regard to shot because there's a lot of people wondering, hey, I might not do what, you know, the majority of people do, 
But how can I contribute? How can I be a part of this great thing you have going on from dispatchers to hot shots to flatbeds? Ask your question. And, um, you know, it might not be the case today, but, you know, hey, this man is on a mission. And um, definitely, 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 um, you know, um, he's making moves to add on, and you know, increase the you know capacity that he's doing. And, um, hey, just stay, stay tuned in, man. It's going down. Hey, Camille, what's going on, sister? How you doing, brother? Hi, everybody. Uh, on the, on the stage. Uh, now then, I call the listening lounge. Um, question for Thomas. When it comes to the consortium, is it, re- uh, well, I'm, a, I'm an accountant. I'm a retired truck driver and, and fleet owner, and I'm an accountant. And I specialize in um, transportation. So do you have providers like me that are service-based, um, complementary for the transportation industry or that specifically like dispatchers, um, maybe brokers and um, transportation providers? No, um, absolutely. We, we have credit restoration companies. We have uh, insurance companies. Um, we have tax preparers like yourself, accountants, and everybody that we bring in front of the consortium members are uh, minorities. So everything we do is minority-based. The people that do my tax, if this my certification, my insurance is all put back into the community. So, yes, ma'am, we partner with more than just trucking people. And can you share again um, how to uh, inquire or, you know, possibly apply to join your consortium, please? So um, as a the only way that you can physically join right now is as a carrier or you can uh, follow me on Instagram and contact me and I can introduce you to Miss Stacy and she can probably take your information and we'll get your email and then we'll put it in with the consortium members and then you'll start getting the email chains that we get so you can be a part and you can then we can learn more what you do and make sure you're a good fit and you're not going to be scamming people. All right, Jay, what you got? Uh, thank you again for bringing me up and I appreciate all the information here today um, on the stage and um, otherwise. I, I had a question about getting um, you mentioned about getting trucks or getting good equipment. Um, in the past, I've gotten a couple. I got lucky, though. I got a couple from the auction. Uh, but I want to, um, you know, get – and those are box trucks, but I want to get semis or flatbeds. Um, and I want to get really good ones where, you know, my driver will enjoy being in it and it will be also reliable. Um, can you please advise on the best way of getting uh, good, reliable trucks if you don't want to – I don't really like debt either. I like to pay cash, so that's. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not against it, but I mean, I prefer to pay cash. So, is that right. any way can advice? Yeah. Um, like I like I take everything back to sports. You know, you want to emulate the great. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a great pass rusher, so I watched Reggie White all the time. Now I'm in transportation. Now I watch the Schneiders, the JB Hunts, the UPSs of the world. And they use credit. Man, credit is everything. Why would you want to empty your pocket and you can use credit and let that truck pay for itself? I'm a big advocate on buying newer equipment. That truck may cost me 95000 and only may have 200,000 miles on it, but I'm going to sell somebody else my piece of crap in two years. I hold on to trucks for two years. I don't, I don't babysit trucks. I don't keep them and love them and put big stacks on them and do all this old crazy stuff. I use them for what they are. They're trucks. I hold on for them 
onto them for two years, just like the bigger companies. They hold trucks for two years and they sell them to a guy like me. I hold them for two years and then I sell them to a guy like you. Then you get the, the, the faulty equipment. So the newer the truck you get, I will say, I would say if you can go for that, do not get a truck with five, 600,000 miles on it. Man, go get you something with 200,000 miles on it. Then you can sleep at night knowing that your truck is going to run. You're going to get minor, you know, maintenance reports. You know, you might spend a thousand dollars on a piece of equipment that's going into a shop now versus buying a truck at five, 600,000 miles and you got to go replace a whole uh, death system that's going to cost you five and six thousand mm. dollars. So go get you some new equipment, man. Use credit if you have, if your credit not up to par, man, we got great restoration companies and put a down payment, man, and let that truck pay for itself. Sounds good. Yeah. I got a good credit. I just don't um, like um, being in debt this way, but I really appreciate the, the advice and everything today. So, I appreciate so emulate the great, man. Uh, look at Warren Buffett. I bet he got more debt than, than he got money. You better get that yeah. debt, man. Debt is not bad. Sure. I agree. Thank you. But that's my opinion, too. So don't go out here and go get a million-dollar house and you make $2,000 a week. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 drown in the debt. <laughs> don't drown in debt. Just know how to use it. Yeah. If you don't know how to swim, do not go to the deep end. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. sir. But yes, them sir. trucks can definitely pay for themselves, man. Okay. I, I've yet to have to come out of my pocket to pay a truck note. Matter of fact, I had a question. When you first got on with UPS, how many how, did you have the 150 units? Like, or did you just have Absolutely. the conversation? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I had three trucks. Three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I know you saying, yeah, they need 150, but it was the relationship and the networking. Yeah. Did that get you past that barrier? Absolutely, it did. And that's why I say your network is everything, man. It gave me the opportunity to get in there and and kind of show them what they can do better, and now I bring opportunities to my community. Man, that's that's awesome. I, I don't have any more questions. Desi, you got any more questions? No, we're going to go around the room. Um, Shaq, we closing. Um, again, we did the last call. We're going to turn the hand, hand raising off in a couple minutes, but I'll leave it open for a couple minutes just in case. But, oh, well, there was one more question somebody asked me. Um, I'll get to it. But, Shaq, go ahead with any closing comments you got, and I'm, I'm going to look through the uh, back channel notes to make sure I don't omit anybody's question. I just wanted to say thank you for being here. You know, I try to come through and support whatever y'all doing. Tank, you know, I ride with you. So I'll come through and support whatever Tank is doing indeed, no matter what. Uh, I do want to just say quickly that I do have a scholarship program that is open for anyone that is interested in international trade or global logistics. No, I'm not a broker. I'm not a dispatcher. I can't help you with that. Uh, but I do specialize in global logistics. That's air and ocean. And I specialize in the trading of goods globally. If anyone is interested in learning the fundamentals to that, it, it, that is for sure. Recession proof goods will always move globally. Uh, if you are interested, please look on my Instagram or follow me on uh, Agate Solutions on Facebook and all the instructions are there. I'll be putting all the instructions in my stories again tomorrow. So that way you have everything you need. Uh, it's about a two thousand dollar value it's a six-week course it will bless somebody life i have a lot of agate scholars in the room right now shout out to them it, it really will bless your life it will change your perspective and give you a lot of opportunity it's absolutely free i do several of them each 
quarter. So I'm now pulling for my third quarter. I'm sorry, so for the fourth quarter for my uh, fall course. So if you're serious and you're really serious, it comes with a free mentoring program. It'll be absolutely no cost to you. You just need to be very serious about it. Uh, I truly believe that when you're in a position of power, it is your responsibility to empower somebody else. And power does not mean money. And to me, it means knowledge as well. So uh, I'm authentic in that. And the scholarship truly is free. There's no strings attached. And so is the mentorship. All you got to do is come through and be serious about it. Hey, Shaq, um, I'm kind of going to challenge you and I'm going to challenge Jory. Um, we are leaders. Um, Tank is big dog leader, but we are all leaders. Let's um let's come up with some frequently asked questions, just some general, you know, frequently asked questions and information that we could put. Um, we'll put it on um, Trucking for Breakfast Club. We'll put it on just unified, and we'll share the knowledge. We ain't trying to hoard it. We're trying to put that knowledge out there. Um, we put resources that we know, people that we know, um, like Stacy. Um, big shout-out to um, Michelle. She's a DBE. She's been doing a lot of education um, um, in that regard as well. So we definitely put out people who we know are credible. It's a circle of trust. We got to do that. We got to eat with our people and not offer our people. So let's um, try to put some frequently, um, you know, ask questions, some, you know, so that we won't have to repetitively, repetitively um, ask, answer the same things. It'll already be answered. Um, and then we could do, um, you know, clarity from there. But that'll, you know, um, forward the conversation. It might help, um, you know, expedite, turnkey the process a bit. But you still got to do the work, but it'll help them execute on the level that we want to see our people do. Because a win for a win is a win for all. So let's um, create as many winners as we can. Um, you with us, Shaq? Probably busy. What you thinking, Jory? What do you want to close with, big guy? Uh, brother, man, I think that's a great idea. Uh, it is about sp- spreading the knowledge, especially like if 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 it can save people time. You know, we talk all day, but if we don't have to repeat the same things and we can just point people to a, you know, a, a repository of all the information, I think that's the, the best thing to do. So just let me know how you like for me to participate. Uh, as far as closing remarks, uh, I really just want to say thank you for the stage. Thank you for the platform. Um, I appreciate, you know, what Clubhouse has done. It's allowed me to grow a community. Um, I've learned so much from all of you guys um, and gals that's on the stage. Um, so I just want to say thank you. And, again, if there's anything I can do, just let me know. Um, and I guess if I do have one announcement, y'all know that I do the, the Wednesdays at 7 p.m., uh, just the standard situation on the Transportation Logistics Clubhouse. But I think we're going to add something to kind of support dispatchers um, in the beginning of the week. So something early in the morning on Monday. And it's really just going to be able, uh, we're going to be leveraging sonar. So we're going to have somebody from Freight Waves come on and kind of say what the market is doing in different uh, places, uh, where you should think about sending your trucks, where you should say, I'm not going to send my trucks this week because, you know, it's not too good. So um, I just say, look for it. Look forward to that pretty soon. So um, that's pretty much it. Thank you, brother. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you for the true brotherhood and uh, true information you put out. And that's going to be powerful. That's going to be uh, beneficial to carriers, dispatchers, and just the whole industry. So that's a power move. And we applaud you for what you do. Um, real quick, um, the question was from Karen. 
Um, she said, Tank, do you work with new authorities? And I apologize for, you know, um, taking that long. But I found it, Karen. I didn't let it get by me. Do you uh, work with new authorities? How old does that authority have to be to join the consortium? The authority just have to be active. I didn't want to seclude anyone because that's that's when your company is at its very empathy, empathy. So I would definitely love to work with anyone who gets started, man. I'm not going to turn down a soul. Absolutely. That's powerful, big bro. Appreciate that. Um, Stacy, you got any um, closing comments or recommendations, anything? Definitely thank you for joining us today. She might be busy. Tank, I'm, um, I'm going to let you close out the room, big dog. So you just, we're going to go around you. Stacy, we'll come back to you. Keish, any um, closing remarks? Yes, I want to tell um, Tank for this conversation. We all get caught up in cheap freight. Um, I think that's small-minded after this conversation. I think that, you know, if it was possible, we could all put our fleets together and do something big. hard just to get somebody on board to 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 collaborate at that i just want to thank you so much for this conversation and i'm telling you everything we i'm putting in my toolbox and um yeah that's what's up hey i got one i got one Ooh, i'm saving this one for last but i just had an idea that i'm I'm a challenge i'm a challenge some people today but come on here and come on with it <laughs> well, hey, you know, I definitely appreciate everybody that came came in today to listen. You know, appreciate you, Mr. Thomas, you know, giving us the information and putting together a great, you know, opportunity for everybody. And um, that's really it. I ain't selling nothing or anything. Um, I'm probably not going to be. Are we still going to do uh, the, the group tomorrow morning? Is that a yay? Um, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it for an hour. We'll see how our participation goes. But um, honestly, gotcha. this was. This is my big game. We had that tank know about. We had that uh, what that Thursday night game, man. <laughs> so we, we got hours in before the weekend, and um, I'm gonna talk about um, something I want to do um, collectively as well. But yeah, thanks, Henry, man. You you my guy. You already know what it is with us. Yeah, um, well, definitely check us out. You know, tomorrow nine o'clock. Um, all the information about us is on truckandbreakfastclub.com, and that's really it. You have a good night. Hey, and he is recording this, so um, we'll it will be replayed. Replayable um, as many times as you want to hear. So um, I'm um, next to the closer, which is the big dog tank. But what I'm what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to take it one step further. Um, Jory, Shaq, um, a couple other people that I'll be reaching out to. Let's have a monthly um, kind of unified platform in which we all co-moderate. You know what I mean? You know that we all host rooms, but we co-moderate that room. And we just bring, you know, our 20, 30, 40, 50, however many they might be. We do that once a month so we could collectively make sure we're supporting each other. We're in a consortium in terms of how we're working together. It's unity, man. Unity, um, collective thinking versus, hey, it's not no, hey, my room. No, damn my room. Um, I'm grateful for Clubhouse as a forum and a medium that I've met great people and I've been exposed to great opportunity. But um, let's do one month, once a month, man. We'll do it in the evening at a time we think um, is most beneficial to the masses so that we can. And, you know, if you've been one time, like if you work one time for us, Tank, you always alumni. You don't never sit in the audience with us. You know what I mean? So when you come back, you you alumni, bro. You big dog alumni. You always come up because we know what you bring is going to be 
um, beneficial to all, any and all. So we're going to try to start doing that once a month. We'll um, start trying to have some events. I've got some initiatives in which I'm going to do, man, just top of stone mound, just things in which we get out in the community and start doing some community service projects, man. That Hey, we're truckers. They'll see us moving, man. You know, it'll, it'll kind of like show the youth um, some pathways to um, this trillion dollar industry that they ain't got to go to, you know, college and getting themselves um, overwhelmed and student debt, that they'll see that this is a feasible trade in which they can support themselves and families. So, hey, I'm going to be challenging y'all. I'm going to be connecting with y'all. Um, let's do things once a month just collectively. And there's um, not just people on the stage. There'll be a lot of others that I reach out to. Um, we're going to have some things going, man. And um, I encourage you all to, um, I know the people that I rock and resonate with. Jory Shack, yes, I'm calling y'all out. <laughs> and um, Tank already locked in. So, Mark, a couple other people, man, I'm going to be calling on. But we're going to make some difference. And we're going to make some things, man. We're going to do it in a collective way. And um, Big Dog Tank, that was inspired by you. So, um, yeah, um, that's my man, Dai. So he know he gets he gets that last call. I'm bringing him up. That's my dude. I'm bringing him up. That's my dude. But, um, yes, we're going to uh, make some moves like that. And we're going we gonna to make it happen. Um, I hope that happened, um, whatever. But, yeah. Um, yeah. What you got, Dice, before we proceed to close? Desi, I wasn't trying to come up. I hit the, the hand raised by accident, brother. That was I've just been listening in. Great call tonight. I'm loving everything. Can't wait to, uh, you know, see where all of this is going in the future. So, you know, you gonna we, we mastermind and we're going to be planning and having ideas on come up with good ideas on how to make it happen. So with that said, thank everybody who attended, took out of their evening um, after a tiring work day to um, attend tonight. And Thomas, the floor is yours for closing remarks, comments. Tell us a bit, a little bit about upcoming events you have as well. Hey, um, Desi, let me jump in there really quick. Oh, go ahead, Queen. Go ahead. Go ahead. I tried to get you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to say thank you all for the opportunity and the wonderful conversation tonight. That is all I needed to say. You guys did a wonderful job of educating our community. Thank you ever so much. And thank you, Thomas, for the invite. Man, we thank you for being here. And you always welcome me. We one, once you come over to our house one time, you family man. So we ain't getting you no more water. You just go in the refrigerator. <laughs> oh, you at home? You can go in your refrigerator and get your drinks. But <laughs> hey, we'll do some things. Uh, we're gonna be doing some bigger things, and we definitely want you to be a part of that. So hey, um, again, thanks for joining. Thank again, thanks everybody again for joining. Thomas, um, just let them know hey where they can find you um at these upcoming conferences, events. Um, just close us out, brother. Thank you again for what you do for the community, for our people, and um, throwing that road back to pull us up, brother. Thank you. Man, thank you guys for having me, man. This was awesome. I told you I was coming. I know you checked on me this morning. It was like, hey, man, we're still good. <laughs> like, absolutely. I wouldn't miss it for the world, man. Thank you so much for having me. You guys are awesome. I appreciate what you guys doing. Um, I have to be better at, you know, getting my word out more. Um, I was one of them guys who didn't want to be on the social media like that. So if you go on my page, I may have 2000 followers, maybe less than that. <laughs> so I'm not a, a, a huge pre- present like that. I've been so focused on corporate uh, that I've, I feel like I've neglected on getting the, the word out. So thank you for inviting me to the platform. And I, I, I got to do better myself because at first um, I was, I didn't want to be that goddess on the social media, flashing myself, making transportation look 
glorious. So when you go on my page, it, it won't look like that at all. It's it's just it's very humble, and it's family, and it's trucking. It's my company. So, um, but I, I will do better at, at getting the word out. So thank you for having me. But um, you can go like if you want to become a member of the consortium. Go on our website, uniteusglobal.com. Hit the hit the um, the carrier tab and just register just like you would for any other broker, and we will have all your information. We want it to be as simple as possible. So once you type in your MC or DOT number, 90% of your information is going to come in, and you just it may take you three minutes to sign up. Um, you'll, you can find me at the sheet trucking event um, on the 17th through the 19th. I'm really excited about that. I'll be there. Um, I'm going to be speaking at Ms. Shailen Dixon event, uh, the Leading Ladies of Logistics event. I'll be speaking there. Uh, you can follow me on social media, Tank for President, um, and on Clubhouse. I don't host a room, but I'm always a speaker in someone's room. So, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm super excited. We are uh, going to be featured in this fall's magazine as uh, MBE of the year. So I'm super excited about that. You guys will be able to find us on in that magazine as well, come out this fall. Um, so that's that's pretty much it, man. Uh, thank man, you, y'all, for having me. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out on social media. Um, if I don't get back to you in a day or so, hey, hit it again, and I, I promise I'll get back to you. If you can't reach me, Miss Stacy can answer any of your questions. Uh, Miss Stacy be on my on my butt all the time, so she can always get me the information if I miss it. She don't be on your butt like bad pockets, do she? (laughs) Worse than back pockets, like them little tidy whitey draws. (laughs) Hey, man, like say again, we're going to try to, um, we're definitely going to keep you in our conversation. Like again, we're going to definitely try to have, um, uh, we might have call it town hall. We might have a call it a consortium, man. We might, whatever we could do to um, get our masses, bring our community together on this platform or some great platform that monthly we could all just talk strategy and talk how we could um, can contribute in a positive way and move this process forward um, so that we can unite and move forward, brother. Absolutely. And, 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 and we, I named my company that for a reason is to unite us. It's, it's so true. We are one of the only races on this planet that's divided the way we are. You go, you go to a, you, you find a Mexican community, man, them guys work together. They raise their family together. They keep their money cycled in their community. You go into an a, a Asian community, it's the same way. A white community, the same way. You go into our community, we fighting and shooting guns at each other. And that's a shame. And, and, and want to hoard information from each other like we're going to take some from each other. And we got we to gotta get past that point because um, we're we only strong as, as we together. Unite or die, man. And we <laughs> look at the unite or die, man, because like I've been overseas. I've been in like I'm a veteran as well. Um, so, man, like like Stacy was saying, man, when you see somebody overseas, like it's like cousin, you know, when you see somebody, when you, you also <laughs> you in this truck, man, and you out there in the Midwest and going through that Colorado, Wyoming and all that. Man, you be like, brother, hey, brother. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't just unite in them unique situations there, you know, when we concern for our, you know, help. Oh, no, let's be united like that all the time, man. Let's be respectful. We ain't got to put on no mean mug, man. You know, we just got to like, hey, man, we just got to, like I said, eat with each other, 
and not off each other. Amen. Be professional. Have our operate in the 90 percentiles. If you can't, man, be a, be a man or a woman and say, hey, I'm not going to be able to make that, brother. Do you have another truck or I got another truck through a loaner, rental? I might be able to call on Jory. Hey, Jory, can one of your trucks cover down for me? I have that relationship. Man, we got to build these relationships. We got to like really stand on what we say. Let our word be our bond, you know, and press forward, man. We could do this. Um, you're demonstrating it. Um, man, I came from nothing. I want, my story is crazy, but everybody got a story. Let's just do it now. It don't matter about them stories. It matter about the day and where you go from here. Um, man, we a lot of people sacrifice our ancestors, sacrifice so we will have this opportunity. Let's not waste it, man. So, again, thank everybody. I'll be challenging everybody to do a monthly call where we all unite and um, just make a big difference in this game. Um, we're about to close. Any comments? If not, we're going to close it out. Thanks again. Music, Henry. I got the last. I got one more thing. Um, Come on. Come on. Um, you guys are moving cargo. And you said something that just made this come about, uh, about our ancestors sacrificing for us. Our ancestors was cargo. So think about that. And now you have an opportunity to move cargo. So let's do it together. Do it together. <laughs> right? Most definitely, man. We got this, man. We got this. We the opportunity. We're gonna we're gonna use this opportunity. It's happening. Um great time, great opportunities are before us and we're seasoning. Top of the hour. Um enjoy the rest of the day. Love on your family and get out there and um, you know, execute for the benefit of them all. We're it. Great night to all you great people. Breakfast Club out. <laughs> <laughs>